Do you often find yourself feeling just like the thumbnail for this video? Just overcome with a sense of neediness and insecurity in your relationships? Well, welcome back. In today's video, I'm going to share with you 10 simple steps to bring some emotional calm back into your relationships. Now, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Kirby, the young lady who's in the thumbnail. You'll see her in other ones. She just, we were taking pictures. She was there. I was like, hey, you want to be an actress? And she did a great job. So thank you, Kirby. I thought the thumbnail was hysterical in her attitude and everything. So now for those of you who just like facts. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm going to give you the 10. For those of you who want to know more intimacy and, and connection, at the end, I'm going to share my own struggles because this has been a main struggle of mine is the neediness and insecurity. I'll get to that at the end because most people just want the facts. So we'll get to that first. Um, the other thing I want you to recognize is what causes this. I'm not going to go into depth, but it is abandonment and neglect in childhood. All adult relationships are just a reflection of we, what we went through in childhood. Maybe I'll do another video on that at some point, but today we're just going to deal with, okay, that happened. What do we do about it now? All right. So the first step in this is to start looking to be liked. Stop looking for love. I did a video on this, why you want to be liked instead of loved recently. Please go watch that. It's much more in depth than what I'm going to share right now. But the problem with somebody who's been abandoned and neglected in childhood they create a fantasy. See, underneath all of this hysteria, this insecurity, and this sense of neediness is codependence and what's called love addiction. Love addiction is a spectrum, but most people that are struggling with this, they are really, they either are or very close to the you know definition of a love addict. And so... One of the hallmark characteristics of a love addict is they create a fantasy around love. And that blinds them to the reality of their partner. They're not present. And so they're constantly fantasizing about a super love and super feelings. They'll call themselves empaths. Like they're just passionate about love. Well, it's not love that they're after. What they're after is intensity. See, neediness and insecurity is intensity. It's not love. That's why we want to like. Like is mature. Like is quiet. Like has space and safety. That type of love for this person is it's death if I don't have it. I am empty and bankrupt. I need that person or this love within me. That is a massive red flag. So step number one, go watch that video, Why You Want to Be Liked Instead of Loved. I think that was the title. But it's something, just go into my relationship playlist and you'll see it. It's just somewhere in the last month or so. And start focusing on looking to be liked, not love. Step number two, think gas pedals. Whenever you start dating or whenever you're in a relationship, the needy and insecure person, you know, you have two people, they're starting their cars, boom! 
boom, that gas pedal just goes to 100 miles an hour. They're open, they're vulnerable, let's talk. They're, they're just, like, they're just ready for relationship. They tell you everything right away. And they're very quick to say, I love you, all these things. That gas pedal gets slammed to the floor. So here's what I want you to think, the insecure and needies. Pause. Start off five, mile, five miles an hour. Share a little bit about yourself. Like whatever your normal story is, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cut 70% out of it. Seriously, go to 30%. Watch what they do. Do they accelerate with you? Maybe they share a little bit more, so they're going seven miles an hour. All right. Go to seven, pause, see how they're doing. Okay, well, maybe inch up to 10, 12 miles an hour. Boom, do they go back to three? Pull back. So this could be like how often you're talking to each other. All of a sudden you notice their pedal, they've taken their foot off the pedal, then take yours off the pedal. In other words, slow down your pace. You know, the natural pace of building a relationship, use your gas pedals. Number three, this is the toughest one. Stop paying so much attention to them. Stop breaking down Every word they say, rereading their text messages, thinking about their phone calls. Wait a minute. He, she said this. What does that mean? Well, that means that, wait, wait, like you, it's just this obsessive, compulsive need to figure them out. Every minute of the day is trying to figure them out. That needs to be switched. Take all of that energy that you're placing in trying to figure them out or even stalking them finding out where they are, what they're doing. And so they say, well, I did this. You go, wait a minute, that's not true. You said you were going to do this. What? Like we're already afraid. And they may be lying. But the point is, is back off the hypervigilance. Take all of that intensity and turn it on yourself. I'm going to give you some steps that will help you put that energy into yourself. All right? Step number four is watch their actions, ignore their words. For the insecure type, what happens is they are so desperate for intensity, which they, this is the love addict, they confuse love with intensity. They think all of that, you know, the, they're, the, they're the movie buffs. They think that love should look like the romantic comedies that, you know, Hollywood sends us or TV shows or books. All of that is like severe dysfunction. Like everything we've seen in a movie, you don't want any of that in a relationship. Ever. <laughs> That's just pure dysfunction. It's so over the top. It's so unrealistic. It's so codependent and, and not even what true love and relationship looks like. And so what we want to start doing is paying attention to who the person actually is. But we are so clouded by our need for intensity and our mischaracterization of things that we don't see that their actions are proved like I, I had a client reach out to me. And was it last week, the week before, a former client, and he goes, "Hey, dating this new girl, and you know she's great, all this stuff, but um, 
you know, she doesn't follow through on her words. And um, whenever we get in a deep conversation, she shuts down and leaves. You know, what do you think I should? <laughs> and he's wanting to progress the relationship. And my response was, you know, something along the lines of, I have learned over the years to trust the truth that people show me. And so I trust when somebody shows me that they're not willing to follow through on their commitments and they're not willing to have communication with me on a deeper level, I trust that. In other words, this person's actions is showing I don't want to be close and intimate with you. I don't argue with that. And that's what the insecure type, they want to argue. They want to fix it. They want to figure it out. Stop. Watch their actions, ignore their words. That's the sign you're a love addict is you're ignoring the words. And you go to your friends and you tell the same. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Same stories about how they abandoned you and how they did this and this and this and this and this and this. Well, their actions have shown they don't want to do it. A client in my office yesterday told me about this person who they've made plans to spend time. She leaves things over at the house every time this person throws things away. And yet they want it to be different. I said, again, their actions, they don't care. I trust that. I don't trust their words. I trust the action. Okay, um, step number five, stop chasing people who don't like you. Again, this goes along with the actions. If they are proving through their actions that they are not interested, I honor that. I listen to it. Stop going after them. Take all of that energy that you're using to chase them and start chasing yourself. Love yourself. And one of the ways you do that is the next step. Learn to say no. No is one of the most difficult things for people to say. It is also the single most loving thing you can ever say in a relationship. Yes is manipulative and abusive because most people use a yes. Here's when you know it's manipulative and abusive. Have you ever in a relationship said, well, I did this for you and I did this for you, but you didn't do this or you're, you know, I told the truth and they didn't, you know, all these different things. Well, what that means is you, you Gave them these things because you wanted something in return. That's a manipulation. Okay? So, uh, to learn to say no, go to my How to Stop Stress series. Um, That's in my fear and stress uh, playlist. Uh, I think it was was a five-video series. I think it's number four of the Rest in Peace model uh, where I talk about powerlessness and I teach you how to say no. Um, that'll take you deeper into it than this. But learning to say no, uh, that's part of the gas pedal. That's part of getting ourselves back. That's part of calming ourselves emotionally. Because the more we chase, the more we give ourselves away, all of it, our insecurity, everything, our abandonment and neglect skyrockets. At that point, we're destroying ourselves. 
Number seven, develop our own needs and wants. Start pursuing our hobbies and interests. All that time you're spending thinking about their text messages, trying to figure out where they are, changing your habits and behaviors to do everything they like. Take all of that effort, switch it, put it into yourself. Start pursuing what matters to you. I've talked about that in my codependence videos about there's um, codependence recovery, understanding your needs and wants. Go watch that video. It'll show you exactly how to start making, what's the difference between a need and a want and how to start making that list. All right. Uh, number eight, start pursuing relationship with um, men or women of your, if you're a woman, pursue relationship with women. If you're a man, pursue relationship with men. The point is this. When we're a love addict or we, we struggle with relationship insecurity, all of our cards, all of our chips are always invested in just this one person of the opposite sex or same sex relationship, whatever it is, you know, so whatever it is you're interested in, put your, start developing friendships outside of this primary relationship because friendships teach us how to like that's what that video shows is our friends we that we like, we, we allow a lot of imperfection. Somebody we love, we don't allow any, and that's because we were so neglected and abandoned. We're not realistic in our demands. Friendship brings us into reality, brings us our expectations much more in line, what true love looks like. And that's why we want to pursue relationship that's not about our primary relationship. It's about friendship. So that's the way I should have said this is pursue friendships. Not Don't put all your eggs in the relationship basket. Now we get to step number nine, acceptance. And this is critical. This dynamic, I can tell you from for being a person who has struggled horrifically with this insecurity and neediness, we have to accept that we're perfectly imperfect. This is where I start to get a little more vulnerable is I have worked on this for 30 years. Some of it I'm better at, but some of it, I'm still a nightmare. I freak out and panic. And we have to stop beating ourselves up for that. It's okay that we're so needy. And here's why. It's bad enough that we were abandoned and neglected as a child. And when we beat ourselves up for our perfect imperfection, do you see what we're doing? In that moment, we're abandoning ourselves. Like, do you see how horrific that is? We're doing it to ourselves when we demand perfection. When we chastise ourselves, like, dang it, I chased her too much. I chased him too much. I did it. Yes, yes, we did. That's our imperfection. We own it. Yes, we did. But you know what? Like for me, my younger brother, were bo he was born less than a year after I was. That's a horrific abandonment when I was less than a year old. I'm, uh, you, have to, you, have, you know what it's like to have a one-year-old. You have to be there every second of the, mo uh, of the day or they'll kill themselves. Well, all of a sudden, my mom had to take care of a new child. I have no memory of it, but I know the science behind it. That's a horrific severing, a massive abandonment. There are videos of 
him and I playing at like three, four years old, and I'm just beating the hell out of him, pushing him up like, I'm angry. You get out of here. I didn't get my time. That's a natural thing for a young child to do that's been through something like that. Then, you know, there's obviously other things that I went through. You know, my mom's alcoholism, my dad's rage. There was horrific neglect and abandonment in my childhood. Well, those wounds and those imprints, they can last a lifetime. And so, you know, that's what I work on a lot is there are going to be moments where I'm incredibly needy and insecure and it's okay. It's okay. I'm perfectly imperfect. And so are you. And that leads to step 10. There's only one way we get better at this. We must pursue relationship. We must. The biggest mistake that people make is they swear off relationship or I'm too afraid. I don't want to get hurt again. I'll never do it. That is the death of all of us. Life is relationship. And here's why we have to pursue relationship. The hurt we experienced happened in a relationship. The healing has to happen within a relationship. It's the only way. You can't heal a relationship on your own. You have to be engaged in relationship. And so like when I tell my story of my, of my relationships and the divorces and the abuse and people are like, oh my God, you must be scared to death of a relationship. And I'm like, hell no, bring it on. Like, I can't wait. I mean, it's been, what, seven years I've been single. But for five or six of it, I didn't want to date. I've been, I had to heal. Well, now I'm ready to date. Like, I'm, I want to find somebody. People are like, what? You're so excited. I'm like, yeah. Everything I talk about is because of the relationships I went through. The horrific nature of both of them taught me all of this stuff. Like, why would I be afraid of it? It saved my life. My childhood was so difficult relationship-wise, I was going to pick toxic people. That's why you've been with toxic people is because your childhood was so toxic. Well, the only way to heal that is to learn about it. So even if my next relationship is a complete disaster, to me, it won't be a disaster. It's just, oh, it's what I needed to learn. Like, I'm excited for that. So remember that. Now, I want to share a little bit about myself and my struggles with this. And you can see it on my website, my kw at kennyweiss.net website more that the, that, you know, the banner that I have that says, enjoy the journey. And it's three pictures. And there's kind of a small one where I'm in the black suit and then there's the middle and there's the third one that's bigger where I'm raising my arms. Well, when we did that photo shoot for the website, the idea was I wanted to show people what it's like to go on this journey. I didn't know how to do it. Well, the guy I was working with at the time, he just walked in. He goes, do you remember what it was like when you were miserable, in pain, suicidal? I was like, oh, yeah. He goes, do you remember what it was like when you were a kid as you were going through all the things you went through? I was like, yeah. And he's like, can you go back there? I was like, sure. And so I said, we got to change the music. So we changed the music. And I just allowed myself to feel the abandonment that I experienced as a child. My mother, who I was her favorite, 
but it was covert sexual abuse. So that's incredibly confusing. To be adored and worshipped, but toxically. There are no words to explain that. To see this look in your mother's eyes where you know she just, you're her world, but it's too much. It's too much. She needs me too much. But I'm too young to process that. And so I'm latched into that. And for four to six weeks, there's this incredible connection, intensity between my mother and I. And poof, she's gone. A walking coma for seven to ten days. And that happened over and over and over for years. So think of it this way. Those of you who've been with a narcissist and you know the withdrawal, imagine going through that every four to six weeks for years. That was my childhood. So am I going to beat the heck out of myself that I still get needy and insecure in a relationship? Hell no. (laughs) My God, the fact that I'm alive is a miracle. But you can see in those pictures, like I broke. You can see I'm holding in being like, I can still go right back to my pain. That's the beauty of emotional mastery. I can go back. I can experience it for what it was, but I don't lose myself in it. I can honor it. And that's the first picture. I'm broken. I just split open and just it's not everywhere during that part of the photo shoot. And I just kind of moved through it. I don't know, it was about five minutes long and they're just snapping. And I processed it. I was like, okay. <laughs> they're kind of looking at me and it's like, well, do you remember what it was like, the transition, like where you're, you're doing all the work and everything, you know? And you knew you needed help. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's like this. And he's like, can you go there? Well, that's the middle picture. It's confusing. It's, uh, it's uh, one day you're up, next day you're right back there. You know, that's, that's the journey. It's, oh, when am I going to get? And that's the thing. You're like, when am I going to get there? Well, that's the third picture. You realize there are parts we never get there. And it's okay. You stop needing to get there. That's why you're there. (laughs) You've accepted. There are many aspects that you never struggle with. Like, no, I couldn't say no to anything. That's why I was abused by people. I don't even think about it now. Piece of cake. Don't struggle with it. But do I still want, you know, when I see, you know, if I, the couple, you know, I think the last date I was on was like a year ago. And, um, Did I still get obsessive about how was she texting me enough? What does this text really mean? And literally go blank and numb when the text message would come in. I'd go into freeze and fawn. I just collapse. I don't know what to say. My brain goes, because I come up with a thousand different combinations, but they could all end up in abandonment and neglect, I I just freak out. There's only one way to fix that. There's only one way to get better at it. Have another relationship. And if it doesn't work out, learn from it. Go right through these processes. Work on the gas pedals, you know, all the things. There's nothing wrong with that. 
That's the journey of life, is to go through all of this stuff, to experience it. That's what makes it fun. I know it doesn't. When you're in the first two parts of those pictures, it doesn't seem fun. But I promise you this, if you choose to stay on the journey, you will. You will. It's never failed. Any person I've ever worked with or has ever been a friend of mine that chose the journey has always ended up. And, you know, this is, that first picture is he called it. He goes, that's pre-transformation. This is post-transformation. That's where I am now of, you know, you've moved and you're just like, man, it's beautiful. Yeah, it still hurts and all that stuff, but I can live with it. You will get there. You'll get there in your time. And so I encourage all of you to take the journey and enjoy that journey. So if you think this video will help somebody you know that is needy and insecure and would like some calm in their relationships, please share it. Please leave me your comments of your neediness, your fears. If, you're, if it's okay with you to be vulnerable, gas pedals, do what works for you. Maybe, that, maybe that's what you could do. Instead of sharing so much, you could share a little bit. You could practice. Please do. And as I always say, most of all, enjoy the journey.